0: comment and share. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. Wherever the heck in the world you are, it's V the Gorilla Comments coming to you live on this edition of the great game with the one and only Matthew Arrett. He is with us. He's joining us live today, folks. Lots of things going on, but you can find Matthew over at the Canadian Patriot.org, Canadian Patriot.org, the rising tide foundation.net, the rising tide foundation.net, and make sure that you subscribe to his substack. That is substack.com forward slash Matthew Arrett. Be a member. By the books, man. By the books. Matthew is a prolific author, writer, commentator, and analyst on all things geopolitical, geostrategic, geoeconomic. He's a wellspring of information and an absolute brain trust. And one of the people that here on row we can call a very dear friend. We love him. You should too. With that being said, Matthew, how
1: are you, buddy? Ah, uh, your intros those were my heart, V. I gotta say.
0: Uh, yeah, hey, you crazy. know what? We gotta do something. Yeah, <laughs> we, got, we, got we got like you know, chemical. First, it was food processing facilities, yeah. right? Yeah, like 14, 15, 20, 30. I don't even know how many food processing facilities were blowing up left and right. And now you yeah. just alert us to like two more trains blowing up that yeah. are carrying chemicals and yeah. all in the heartland, wherever there's
1: farm and food. This is it's, it's, app- it's all coincidence, so coincidence, I'm sure. Total, total coincidence. Yeah, I was surprised as well that I, I had only known about the the uh, East Palestine, Ohio case that everyone has heard of now. Already a week ago, and um, disastrous. Nobody's nobody's talking about it. Hardly any mainstream media, left or right, is is permitted. And I say permitted because all of these things have you know these these operations have handlers that choose it's, what it's, we're- it's verboten. It's verboten. Jawohl um but you look at what's going on on the ground it's devastating i mean this is like nothing we've ever seen before not only that there are two other. as you just pointed out i i found out just 30 minutes ago that it wasn't just ohio it was also south carolina that had another train collision carrying hazardous waste and then houston texas another big agricultural zone farming uh ranching um huge huge 16 train uh Pile up uh, massive chemical spills. Not too sure what the details are there. But what I do know is that, and, and I know you've talked about this earlier th- in the week, but 75,000 farms, what the highest concentration of, of family farms, especially in the world, um, is located in that region of Ohio. And yeah, 75,000 farms are there. Mostly 90% of them are family run farms. Um, yep. We don't know what the hell is going on, but definitely this is not just coincidence. Um, I was thinking about, you know, this this Canadian LA um, organization I looked into some years ago. And I was always a little bit, obviously, uh, creeped out by their mission statement. And it's called, um, have you ever heard of Deep Green Resistance?
0: Oh, my God. Another group of te- eco-terrorists?
1: Yeah, well, it sort of like predates the, um, the Extinction Rebellion. Same vibe. Yeah. A little bit more openly eco-terrorist um so yeah they have on their their mission statement um that you you know they're they they cultivate a network of internationally connected above grounders and then in their own words they talk about their own below grounders who will have to declare war on dams electricity farms agriculture and they just basically say that this is back in 2009 i first read this and i cited this in a in a paper i wrote in 2010 um, but the founders of this thing, one of the key founders of this organization, all of whom, by the way, are obviously just kooky left, you know, anyway, I, I'm not going to say more about that, but one of the founders was actually organized through his correspondence with Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber who's been in prison now. Wonderful. for a long time. Yeah. Uh, who spent, you know, 30 years, uh, sending anonymous, um, rigged, Uh, bombs by mail to people who he assumed were or had in his mind were at the heart of industrial civilization, which in his big manifesto, which was published, I think, in the New York Times, Washington Post back in the 90s. That was one of the conditions of him um, turning himself in was that mainstream media had to publish his 5000 page ideological manifesto of why uh, it is necessary to declare war on industrial civilization with his theoretical views that, you know, as technology increases inversely human freedom will decrease um in direct proportionality as a natural sort of evolutionary force that all we can do is either succumb to it um and go extinct or do like elon musk or or bezos propose and merge with machines to avoid extinction by going all crisper cyborg um in order to to stay relevant with ai or i mean i i mean it's
0: incredible how 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 in like they're so given into science fiction it's unbelievable man
1: yeah the the last option was declare complete just war renegade guerrilla warfare on industrial civilization itself which includes agricultural technologies um which is i think what we're sort of seeing all three of these aspects all manifest at the same time ideologically by these cultists who even have a lot of people who like um what's the guy one of the one of the handlers of Kanye Ye or former former Kanye what yeah the the, uh, the Canadian what? intel guy no, no, not that guy. Not, not, not that creep. But one of the other. He was at a. Te- he wanted to be a handler, but he got booted out. Um, young guy, um, racist. Um, decent geopolitical analysis, but always with a anti-Jew, anti-like uh, racist. Oh, a- that w. guy, Nick Fuentes. Fuentes ca- came out recently doing a defense of Ted Kaczynski, saying like, you know, people have to. They discard what this guy says because he's the Unabomber. But if you really read his, his theoretical th- – like his thoughts on technology and the problems of it, they, this are very serious material we should all be studying. It's like, who the hell are you? And anyway, He's a 23-year-old 23,
0: 23 genius. That's what who Nick Fuentes is. He, yeah. oh, only in a dilapidated society can a stupid kid with basically – that puberty has basically – has barely touched the guy, right? His voice still crackles. When he speaks, only in a dilapidated society would, would a person like that will be even given a platform and taken seriously. Oh, Matt, I think uh, Matt, we lost you. Oh, let's give him a second. We lost. I oh, guess. Oh my God, was that the was that the balloon that
1: did that? Maybe. Uh, my 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 internet hiccuped in this case. I don't think it was oh, – uh, maybe it was a UFO. Maybe it was an alien. Maybe exactly. it was. An, yeah, well, uh, uh, Nick Fuentes, exactly. It's yeah. unbelievable, man. No, And like you said, it, 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 all of these little, I mean, tools, people are just coming out, putting fuel in the fire of insanity. And that's the point right now is to just drive the Western population mo- most explicitly insane by imposing fiction – and really garbage theories of reality onto a population that's abused, victimized, has been processed, mismanaged through a, a really distorted school system that doesn't, you know. So now people are being driven to maximum insanity by a, a full spectrum war on their minds. And so, you know, you have this going on right now. People are being told they're not even supposed to think about or look at these things because, you know, we got an alien invasion, right? That's a that's that's coming on. Um started with china launching their little spy balloon but since china did that they just set the groundwork for a new full onslaught of ufo unidentified flying objects that thank god our heroic military has shot down all four unidentified oh, flying objects with their f-16 fighter jets thank god that we did this and i mean people are just being set up mentally to uh to go oh wait you gotta get a little screenshot there what are you sharing
0: the texas trained derailment
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: There we go. Yep. It's Glendora north of uh, Houston, just days after. Um, Yeah. Union Pacific is currently on the scene. list.
1: Yep. That's it. South Carolina, they got two.
0: I remember Vellis warned us about this. Yeah. This was happening. This is going to happen. Yeah. He was right.
1: He was right. this. This
0: is South Carolina. This is another one. Another trend like, I, I mean, at some point, when is the American public going to start putting two and two together? When you have like twenty-seven some odd food processing facilities and now train train derailments left and right?
1: Yeah. Oh my god! I know it's uh, but uh, and there's weird things too with the Ohio case too. I was just looking at some updates, and and you know, one of the few news reporters who were trying to actually cover what was going on was arrested by the local Ohio cops. Yep. What the hell is that all about? Um, freedom of the press, getting- Matt. Freedom of the press. Yep, yeah, yeah. We're getting weird situations of you know just fish, fish dying in all of the the surrounding adjacent rivers and lakes. You got birds. But that's going
0: okay.
1: To- I mean, because the it's- government said that the water's safe to
0: drink over there, so you could drink the water. And they told the people to come back home. It was only yeah. a three day thing.
1: Yeah. No, I know it's uh is that what they said? Is that really what they said?
0: They did, they, they, yeah. They, they've ordered uh, everybody back to their homes. This is only a oh. three day evacuation. Uh, the water safe to drink because Palestine is on a closed water system. Oh. That's not connected to any of these. Uh, the, that's not downstream. It's a closed water system. That means it, it's closed. It's not open. It's just closed. But yeah, no, they're no, not telling you any many of the
1: pipes, the groundwater uh, from the ground, nothing that will get into the pipes, nothing of the sort. Oh it's no,
0: all, no, everything's and, and it won't come yeah. and, and it won't hit their water supplies from adjacent tributaries or no. underground aquifers that could possibly yeah. be impacted by this. But it's a closed water system. Trust us, we no, love it's,
1: you. It's, it's freaky. It's really w- freaky.
0: And what's also and freaky
1: early. is this weird Netflix thing. I You said that you – Oh, you yes. On one of your shows uh, earlier yeah, in, the, we, in the week. Uh, yesterday. We played it yesterday. Uh, yesterday. Okay, so the, the, people watching probably already know this. This is not a surprise. But I was, I was shocked this morning when I saw that trailer from the Netflix. I, I mean but this you, is you December 2022, right? I yeah. mean this just happened. And a lot of the people who were there living in Pal- East Palestine, Ohio – it was filmed on that site, on that very location, and they were background uh, extras in the movie. Yep. You know, a lot of the people who actually live there. Um, so it does seem to me that it was a bit of like a bit of a, a, a wargaming scenario that was played out under the, under the guise of a, of a Hollywood movie. Yep. I mean, it's really disgusting. I've never seen anything like this. So I don't know how Russia, Russian and Chinese intelligentsia are looking right now at the United States and what's going on domestically in terms of the UFO insanity. I mean, four days in a near, nearly four days in a row, there was four shot shoot downs, like I said, of these weird UFOs. The, <laughs> the, the head of NORAD <laughs> is coming out saying and like just fueling fire saying or fueling gas onto the fires already just saying like yeah we don't know what this is what could possibly move in this way is it a ufo i'll leave that for the experts but you know i'm open to all possibilities and this is the head of norad supposedly four-star general i I can rest i can sleep well at night no i have an idiot like him in charge at norad yeah who's in charge also of continuity in government right whenever you have crisis management it's this guy who becomes the acting effective president Um, who's a complete nut job. So that doesn't, you know, cause one to feel necessarily warm and comfy inside. You know, Um, Mark Milley, the the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark
0: Milley, uh, a real strikeout artist, a real genius, this guy, right? Milley, Mm -hmm. another Mm -hmm. miseducated fool. Mm -hmm. He said, said, uh, don't worry. We fired two AIM-9X Sidewinders at it. Uh, Only one of them hit. The other one landed in Lake Huron. Everything's fine. We accounted for uh, you know this just in case that uh, any sort of collateral damage might occur. Everything's going to be okay. And, uh, and, and let's just say this was just nothing but like a, a weather balloon gone awry. The fact that American fighter planes with American weapon systems have trouble hitting a weather balloon or any any similar type of civilian object that is moving at such a low rate of speed is absolutely laughable. And this yeah, is the country that wants to go threaten nuclear war.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is the big joke, right? Is that they, they yeah. were, It took them that much of a hassle just to shoot down an air balloon. And now we're being told that we have these potential invaders from space traveling in, in octagonal uh, spacecraft at 20,000 kilometers each one, coming getting in from Canada and, and Alaska once again. And yet, our incompetent military that couldn't shoot down a weather balloon properly have has been able to defeat intergalactic aliens who've traveled obviously if they are here that means that they traveled faster than the speed of light they got the, they got technology out of the wazoo I mean I'm talking hypothetically here right that th- this is a, a, a species that came to earth now mm-hmm. and our primitive caveman jets that don't even work in regards to you know the real world that we currently live in without aliens. Have been able to defeat alien ships. Yeah, bullshit. So, you know, <laughs> you, you gotta- well, you
0: know, it got scared because the American Air Force, man, you know, they probably saw the movie Top Gun and uh, they they you know they got scared and they didn't realize how good our F sixteen is with the uh, AIM nine Sidewinder missile. So impressive. I mean, you know, four hundred thousand dollars a pop. I mean, they are incredibly. Uh, you know, impressive these yeah. missiles. You know, that's, that's <laughs> what it is, man. You know, exactly it can it, it can it can shoot uh, extraterrestrial vehicles right out of the sky. And now all of a sudden, a sudden narrative shift, Matthew. Yeah. The Pentagon is admitting that all these mystery objects are actually just private craft, and not tied to anything spying. I guess the whole uh, distraction from Nord Stream two has kind of fallen apart. It seems like, eh? Nord Stream what No. Wait, what is <laughs> Nordstream? That's old
1: news. That's a whole week ago that that seymour hirsch wrote his little expose nobody cares about that anymore now it's all about whatever yeah. the hell <laughs> ufos are no I, I mean so they're basically saying that these are just like civilian spy craft, like civilian jets that they're shooting down they it, are they just admitting that they just shot down civilian private planes is that what they're saying
0: no they're saying um uh, edward snowden called it and so did we just a few days ago as reported NSA whistleblower Snowden said that the hysteria over UFOs being shot down over American Canada is a distraction from Seymour Hersh's story about the U.S. being responsible for blowing up North Stream pipelines. Less than 24 hours later, on Tuesday, Bloomberg reports that the U.S. government has assessment that the three unidentified objects down last Friday were likely commercial use and not foreign intelligence gathering. Hmm. A 24-7 hyped news cycle with breathless. US defense officials and press and all, the, all all the armchair generals and Monday morning quarterbacks coming out, it was hilarious, Matthew, to watch these guys pontificating on CNN. And they realize that the public is casually informed that they were probably just balloons tied to commercial and/or benign purposes. The National oh. Security Council spokesman John Kirby, aka the vacuum cleaner himself, said, given that we've been able to ascertain thus far, the intelligence community is considering again, as the leading explanation that these could just be balloons tied to some commercial or benign purpose.
1: He's covering a... it up, V. He's covering oh. up the truth. They got to, too. No. Oh, Don't believe right. it for a second, V.
0: <laughs> right. It is aliens. Oh. And we need yeah. Star Wars. We Absolutely. need Star Wars 2.0. Well, you know, I, I
1: was I was re- recollecting a little bit. Of, uh, I'm going to do a little screen share of something that... Um, yeah. uh, jake sullivan said not that long ago my wife had done a little article on it she reminded me of this thing um i'm gonna do a little screen share um you guys see this oh yeah china econ talk okay yeah So and yeah this is uh, the 2019 uh interview that jake sullivan delivered and um in it. So it's an alternative vision of US-China relations. And what Jake Sullivan is going through in this interview is basically calling for a need to unify Americans around a sense of purpose, um, like a like a real sense of purpose. And his ideal would be that they that purpose be China. But he's like, the problem is the hate and fear of China is not great enough. People's, the, there's too much of a positive image of China still. And keep in mind, this is 2019, right? No COVID yet. Um, but He says, it would be nice, and I I did a little copy-paste from my wife's article, um, where he says, so, getting into aliens, and how uh, convenient it would be, he says, so I think that this is the direction we are heading in, because there is something in it for everyone, but that very much concerns me. I I would like to say that there is an alternative which is much more focused on a set of threats and challenges that require the United States to rally the world a la Independence Day, the movie, you know, like, aliens <laughs> coming. yeah, right. So like, I'm thinking, you know, like this oh guy talked to me called rat kid. Uh, if aliens came down, uh, yeah, we'd rally the world and that would be a great story. And I think yeah. that we would totally get totally psyched up for it to avoid global annihilation. So how do you do the same thing with a series of issues that actually do represent genuine threats? but are not nearly as poignant as aliens, like climate change, disease, the possibility of terrorists getting their hands on weapons of mass destruction, possibility of global economic depression, uh, that really do uh, things that really do require the US to rally and marshal the resources of the globe to, you know, defend our way of life. But it's so abstract. There's, like, no aliens. So, I don't know. Like, I think we are creeping towards turning China into that answer and just saying, you know... Like, what we are going to do is have an organ organizing principle for U.S. foreign policy. If we're going to do that, it's going to be China. This guy actually talks like that. He actually speaks like this. Dude,
0: this guy is an idiot. And again, uh, just this is the talent pool, and Matthew's gone again. Come back, Matt. Please don't leave me. But yeah, again, this is the talent pool. You know what? Like, folks. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, internet. exactly. This is the talent pool that the U.S. draws from, and I was ranting about it this morning. If you get a chance, man, listen to this morning show from this morning. Right. I was not. I was. I was flying solo because CJ's out because he had to take care of some business, so I'm flying solo, and I'm like, it was a brilliant rant because it, 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 we need to get to the people need to understand that we have some of the lowest talented people, the some of the dumbest people leading us. People need to understand that it's all about the gr- the, the grift, right? The, our economy is about the grift. The military is about the grift. Washington, D.C. is about the grift. Wall Street is about the grift. It's all about the grift, and this applies to every single Western country. It's not about truth and reality. Only in, a, in, a, in, a, in an idiotic country where it's all about the grift and you have all these confidence men, con men, that are in positions of power, can a Jake uh, Sullivan exist, you know what I'm saying? That That's what the whole thing is. It's like, Jake Sullivan's an idiot. Like you said it best, he actually talks like a valley girl. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, totally. Like, we could so do this, and, you know, it'd be, like, totally amazing, and how do we get this threat going? And, you know, I think China is moving into, like, that type of level where we can, like, tell rally the world around the United States. The world doesn't want to rally around the United States. The United States is the poison of the world. It's the greatest impediment To world peace right now is the united states as it exists in its current
1: form yeah well you know it's a joke to see like back in december of 2022 um while that messed up movie uh white noise was coming out you also had the uh, u.s africa summit as well going on with jake sullivan biden uh blinken all that was wonderful oh yeah they were they were trying to what? They thought that they were going to seduce African leaders who were all corralled in to go and sit at sort of like this African Davos summit in Washington, D.C. around signing over what you have left of your economies towards private corporations to have even more control than they have for the past 80 years, which is what the whole thing was about. And you had like Bill Gates's firm there. Um, I forget what it's called. Bill Gates has his own mining company, company um, Cobalt Metals, uh, founded by Bill Gates, bankrolled by Jeff Bezos and Robert Branson, which... Aspires to control 100%, they say on their website, of the global uh, rare earths minerals, these jokers. And you know how stupid that is?
0: I- I'm somebody who worked in that industry.
1: Okay. Yeah. Very, uh, I've,
0: I've, I've, I've handled cobalt, vanadium, molybdenum, rhenium, hafnium, gallium, infinium. Okay. Those are the metals that are vital. These are strategic metals. They're incredibly vital. Okay. And also vanadium. And I, they also mentioned molybdenum. But anyway, yeah. they're strategically vital. For any sort of weapons, electronics, I mean, you name it, okay? They're vital for every modern invention that we enjoy today, both civilian and military. There's only one market, okay? There's only one dominant market maker in the entire industry, and that is China. China controls 97% of that. The United States cannot, can never, ever, ever, ever give the United States 50 years and they still can't do it. Why? Why? The the United States does not have the the the, the engineering know-how. It does not have the engineering talent. It doesn't have the manufacturing capacity or the or the scalability in order to even compete remotely at that level. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. It's it's just not. It's fantasy. And 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 what do you expect from a guy who did nothing but steal other people's software and
1: then uh, file patents? And he's some sort of a genius? Bill Gates, another moron. Well, that's the, that's the irony of this whole thing. Too. I mean, there's so many ironies, but I mean, one of them is that people like Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos are acting like they're these like green virtue signaling uh, modern priests of the new green religion, you know, defending nature from the the abuses of, of destructive civilization. That's what they say. That's what they put their money behind. Certain things like, you know, Extinction Rebellion, other like eco-terrorist groups wouldn't exist were it not for the, the sorts of money coming in for these, these agencies, the Teddy Goldsmiths out there, you know. But the Teddy Goldsmiths, Big bankroller of eco-terrorism since the 80s. Um, all of these nouveau rich cardboard cutout, you know, useful idiots. What are they also doing? Well, they're pouring tons of their resources that are ill-begotten, probably just like imposed on them because they're useful sh- shills. And they're trying to buy up and control all of Africa while at the same time doing what? Well, as we saw with the pressure being put by Biden and, uh, and his, his friends at the IMF onto these African countries, destroy your... Destroy what little uh, labor laws, child protection laws, uh, environmental protection laws that you currently have that protect water systems, other things from Shell Dutch oil, cobalt mining, lithium mining, other things in order to be more business friendly. And at the same time, you know, they're offering a few desperate bribes saying, well, write off some of your debt as if that's a bribe, right? Like it's the debt, the debt has always been just something to hold them down. It's not doing anything. So you're going to raise some of the debt. On the condition that they do these things, and at the same time, like in Zambia's case, they were told cancel all of your infrastructure projects on the BRI that you're building with China, and most African countries effectively laughed in their faces. Some of them that were weaker, like unfortunately Zambia, did say okay, and they 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 were forced to buckle, and they told China that uh, we can't we can't build anything with you uh, anymore. They canceled like the majority of the the roads, rail. Um, schools, universities that China was building in Zambia were all canceled, all because Blinken and and you know the uh, the billionaire green eco eco friendly cast um, all demanded it be so. So they really don't care about people. They don't care about nature. They don't care about any of these things. All they care about is keeping Africa in a dark age, abused, so you can keep using their your, the child African minors in Congo. And Congo was another the, the the Democratic Republic of Congo was another country that was forced heavy handed wise to do the same thing as Zambia, sign an MOU with the United States and in exchange, you know, open the door even more to cobalt lithium. I mean, China, uh, the DRC has the majority of uh, the world's cobalt is is located there, 70%. And I mean, a lot of the stuff, again, you could see the the video footage with your own eyes, right? Like people have probably seen these disgusting just minds replete with the bodies of young people, some as low as the eight, as young as, as four or five years old, um, processing just stuff that we're, we're using the worst form. Even the slave owners in this Confederate South didn't use children to, for, for hard labor. Even the, the, the backwards 19th century Confederate South was more in, you could say moral in, in some ways than our current, um, our current economic basket cases of slave owners and who, by the way, we get to benefit from a lot of this pillaging. Oh, you got it right there. That's one of thousands of other videos that just showcase what goes on every single day in the Congo, and these yep. cartels, which and it's not China. China has a certain amount of influence, but very minimal. It's a fraction of what the Western generally London Commonwealth country uh, based uh, mine cartels I think thirteen of the fourteen are all based in this the Commonwealth. This is
0: just like the colonial days, man.
1: Oh man, yeah.
0: This is just terrible. That's okay though. It's just a bunch of black people in Africa. Who cares? It's all their fault. They can't govern anything, and and that's the that's the impression they give to the Western world. They they don't realize that they you know their leadership is is has to sign these IMF loan agreements that you cannot have any sort of industry. You can have some. You could have some windmills, you could have some solar panels. But that's it. You can't have anything else. And people don't understand this. When the British went into India, okay, and what we know of is this thirty seven trillion dollars well worth of wealth was taken out of India because India, at one time was the wealthiest country in the world in world history. thirty seven trillion is what the British took out. People do not realize that, Thirty-seven trillion. When you take out that much amount of wealth out of a country, what occurs, okay, is is that you give a like a turbo boost to your civilization at that point. This is the main reason why the West is ahead, because of exploitation. It's a big, big thing. You 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 give yourself a real jumping board, and you keep these people impoverished. And what China is doing, people, are like, oh, China's doing a debt-trapped Africa. No, they're not. They've forgiven the debt 86 times to African countries. On three occasions, they create a collateralized debt vehicle so they can reconfigure the debt. And it's a win-win scenario. Is it absolutely perfect every single time? No. But when given the choice without coercion, without threat, without threat of either assassination or coup, 10 out of 10 times African countries choose what China and Russia are offering them versus what America and the West does. Because America and the West doesn't how can America, a country that makes nothing, but trash recyclables are the biggest export to, you know, our biggest exports, followed by pornography, what the hell do we got to offer Africans for? What? What do we got?
1: Nothing. Except yeah. we're here to steal your resources and do nothing with it. Well, and this is the thing, right? Then you have people like Ursula von der Leyen saying that the EU had, and Brussels more generally has no interest or no, I think she was actually speaking for the entire rules based Western order has no interest in helping China become or helping Africa become more enmeshed with China by building roads to facilities that are influenced by China. And she's like, we're not going to do that. We're going to give them what they need, which is and she then tells the Africans what they need rather than say, what ask what they want and need, which is green uh green we're gonna help them have the green transition with our build back better for the world that's what they need even if they don't want it because they think you know uh, they think with their lowly minds that they need you know to eradicate poverty have access to food and electricity that's what they think they need but we know better that they what they really need is are more windmill solar panels and uh you know the gr- we, digital green banking that's what they need more of um, not roads, not rail, not hydroelectric dams that, that the dirty, you know, backwards Chinese want to build. So they talk like this openly in public forums too often, the, the faces of African diplomats. And they think that these people are stupid. It is maximum racist. And I mean, even Burrell came out saying like, oh, the Africans, oh, really, yeah. they're going to fall out of our influence and towards Russia because uh, they're, they're the Africans, he says, Borel racist the the garden versus i hate burrell ball, right? I, want, I, I can't and, stand uh, them africans are more susceptible to misinformation than the rest of us that's what he said oh. they're, they're just dumber people they're and just stupid do the russians tell them so you know we can't really let them make their own decisions because <laughs> they're not they're they're all being influenced by propaganda whereas we're not we're, yep. we're more enlightened we know the truth
0: That's okay, though. You you know what? There's an old biblical saying, Be ye not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man shall sow, that he shall reap. Okay? Well said. And, 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 And I'll tell you right now, when the financial system in the West fails, and it's going to fail, it's going to fail fast, it's going to fail hard, because you cannot expect any sort of solution to come out from a bunch of con men. They cannot provide a solution. So don't worry America, don't worry old West. You look at this? This is what your children will be doing soon. Give it time. You I've 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 said this back in 2012 when I first came onto the scene that the future of America. Okay, I, I back in 2012 I was talking about social credit scores here in the United States because I was privy to what the credit unions were doing, not China. China has there's no such thing as a social credit score in China. That's a fact. So what I said, the United States will be converted into a giant sweatshop. And that is what's going to happen if the people do not stand up and take control of their government. And what you see you know, happening here in Africa, where you see these little kids mining for rare earths, that's going to happen here. It's going to happen in America. It's going to happen in Germany. It's going to happen in France, in Spain, in the UK, in Canada, especially in Australia. They're mineral rich over there. And New Zealand, give it time. God is not mocked. Karma is a bitch with
1: fangs and claws. Good, man Matt. Yeah, man. No, you said it well. I mean, it's it, the 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 idea right now is to basically do what you see in uh, Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. You know, people are saying, "Oh, Aldous Huxley was warning us." No, no, he wasn't warning you. He was in on it. His brother and him both had, Julian had two separate roles to play within grand strategy. He was more assigned to a a predictive programming cultural warfare operation standpoint. He had bad eyesight. He couldn't go into science. Julian Huxley's job was to more influence science and sociological policy, eugenics, tweak eugenics, reform eugenics after World War II. That was Julian's job. All this was to prepare our minds and souls and imagination to accept Uh, adapting to the type of eugenics dystopia that would be brought on. And so the influence of movies that were then money was poured into uh, like Soylent Green and Planet of the Apes and all this crap, uh, especially in the seventies, it got really bad. It, It obviously is worse today, but keep in mind, it all was designed not to wake people up or to serve as warnings. Neither was Brave New World in the 30s. They were all designed to shape our concept of what the future was, what human nature was, what we could do, what we couldn't do to in in confrontation with this obvious uh, necessity of the destruction of our freedoms as technolog- technology progresses to the point that you either get... Um, a Logan's run type of situation or the Island, you know, different variants where you have this seeming technological utopia, but at the age of 30 or 40 years old, you have to take your suicide pill or go off into, you know, the Island and just disappear and become somebody's like food for the next generation. As we saw with Soylent Green, or in the case of Planet of the Apes where, you know, things took a different turn and, and we just wiped ourselves out and apes then took over as the new, the new replacement but uh, all this you know he says it. it you have the the alphas the alpha pluses the betas those who are like operational within or permitted to live all produced by test two babies of course um in a in a very controlled environment where your mind your thoughts everything is controlled and when you feel a question or some anxiety coming on because it's an unnatural situation there's plenty of free soma to dope you up and give you a psychedelic experience and put you back in touch with your feelings and sensuousness so that you love your your shackles as he calls them a concentration camp without tears while the Epsilons those bred to be um sort of the Morlocks the dumb people who are bred to be that way to do the repetitive work um in minds in you know the things that don't involve thinking they were bred to actually enjoy laborious work And that would be just the way the new modern caste system would be structured. And then you have the off world, those who would be outside of the grid, right? The John Savages who uh, are brought in later on. And John Savage represents somebody who has his humanity somewhat intact. He he read Shakespeare. He's been influenced by classical literature. But as his name goes, he's still a savage, not permitted to be part of the system. And you have a, a lot of people like that who occasionally are brought in for the entertainment of those in the machine. Um, and he, he basically goes nuts. And I think he, he commits suicide. Um, and it's designed to sort of take you through a cathartic experience as a young person forced to read this sort of shit in school. Usually kids are, are given this sort of thing to read in, uh, you know, when they're 14, 15 years old in high school. And this, by the way, is the consequence of, of Julian Huxley's uh, UNESCO, the, the United Nations Education, Science and Cultural Organization which mandated the reforms in educational practice that took out, that extracted all of the the studies of Latin, Greek, classical humanist literature that used to be the foundation of Western educational practice. That was all changed with the baby boomers, who were then told, no, you need more relevant thoughts of the modern age, postmodernist thoughts, Frankfurt School Thoughts, literature that involves the true dark nihilism and reality of what we are, so read my brother's book, All Kids, Before They Develop Critical Thinking Faculties. Read Brave New World. And, you know, you're just subtly shaping the next generation and how they're going to see themselves, see other humans, see how they think of the future. And when something unjust happens, instead of fighting that injustice, they will then be more inclined to go along with what we've been uh, grooming them to do, which is simply, again, adapt and try to be an alpha. You know, you're never going to have justice, so you might as well be a top, uh, an upper-level manager uh, working at Brussels or in a Washington think tank or something, you know, overseeing darkies who are going to do your dirty work that uh, that have to stay poor, just as a matter of course. Because if you allow them to have the type of infrastructure that John F. Kennedy was trying to build in Africa or that China is building today with Russia, if, they, if you allow them to have that, what's going to happen? Well, their labor is going to become more expensive because now they're going to live longer. They're going to consume more. They're going to consume better. They're going to have a better quality of life. They're going to use more... Um, they're going to spend more time in university. They're going to have access to more fresh water. All of that stuff is going to cost a lot of money to have water treatment facilities, high quality healthcare systems. That's going to make an an average hour of their work become more expensive because they're going to have education. Or there's going to be a lot more labor. Will have more value, right? Um. So we can't let it happen because then we can't have our cheap shit. That's really what it comes down to. Is we have to keep them poor, exploited, and underpopulated, and fighting each other, like in the case of Mali, which yep. only. The problem with Boko Haram because 2012 they were created by Western intelligence agencies around the same time that Libyan Shield, Libyan Islamic Fighters groups, as offshoots of Al Qaeda, <coughs> were being set up by the CIA, protected by MI6, by their different proxies in the Middle East to go and overthrow Qaddafi. Did the same thing with Al Nusra with their branches there, and they wanted to, they did the same thing setting up in, in Mali as well, which is again mineral rich, high, high value land, very strategically important for China and for the BRI. All of these things only have um, terrorist issues because their military was shut down by 40 years of IMF and World Bank loans that have said, don't develop your military, don't develop your infrastructure, your economy. And, you know, the only people coming in wanting to help them is Russia and China, who are helping them build up their military, who are helping them build up their infrastructure. So again, all of the stuff we're told are sociological phenomena. Terrorism, it's just, it just is because it It is. just is. They and they it. hate and, and they hate us because of
0: our freedoms, Matt. I don't know yeah, if you yeah. know that, Matthew. They hate us because of their freedoms. And you know what? These Islamic terrorists they hate the West so much, Matthew, that 99999999 percent of all their victims are Muslim. That's how much they hate the West.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at this. These are these yeah. are the dead miners. Look at this. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this yeah, is the yeah.
0: know it's okay. Go drive your Teslas. Enjoy.
1: Just horrifying, yeah. And how many yeah. how many tons uh do you, of of what is it lithium do you need to to create a battery for a, a Tesla car? I, I forget thousands that it, of pounds. Like, oh my god, man! It, it, I mean, the ratios are astounding. It's insane.
0: It, you cannot economically scale. This is why it's like this: the only an idiot who doesn't know engineering, who doesn't know science, truly doesn't know sciences. Only a moron that owns a political science degree and a law degree would say that electric cars for everyone. Yeah. You cannot scale an electric cart. It is economically and scientifically impossible. There's just that. There's not much. You know. There's not.
1: You know. That much of these rare earth minerals that are in there. It's just. There's you a good just don't movie. Have, uh, have you seen um, that Michael Moore movie? It's, it's cynical. It's misanthropic, but it's useful. It's called the uh, Planet of the Humans. Did you see that one? No. What's it about? Uh, well, he's basically breaking it down. He, he's uh, taking the, the the theory that windmills and solar panels and, and electric cars can save nature. And um, and he's working with some very competent scientists and just breaking down the, the lie that it will never happen. He goes deep into the actual wow. reality of what goes into making a solar panel and a windmill in terms of the mining, the different ratios of... Uh, I mean also the amount of carbon dioxide output too if you really care about stopping carbon dioxide there's actually more carbon dioxide overall because the yeah. amount of energy intensity required to do the mining is not something you could support through windmill or solar panel technology. You Word. need a lot of of hydrocarbon burning uh, more than you need with with just basic, you know, even just coal natural gas plants if you were going to just use that instead of windmills, it would it would actually produce less CO2 overall. When you take the mining part into consideration Um, and then they break down and then they're also not giving you any, you know, can you actually sustain mining operations with windmills and solar panels? No, you can't do that. So can you sustain even a grid? Let's say everybody was now all of a sudden they got rid of their their motor cars and they have now electric cars. Could that be sustained? Everybody's charging on a, a grid run by windmills and solar panels. No, not even close. Not even you couldn't have high-speed rail. You couldn't have maglev rail. You could basically maybe have some tramways like we had in the 1920s in like you know New York and Montreal, little trams maybe, um, and a lot of bicycles. But forget about cars. Forget about rail. Um, for I mean, nothing works. So they have to do this in the dark continent of Africa and South America. That, that's where they have to do it, where it's far enough outside of the perception of the the core victim audience that they want to. Uh, influence but at the same time you're right they're going to end up using more and more people even here in the west the, the white skin people um you thought you we thought we were favorite like favored people <laughs> in Ireland? no they're going to put no. tons of white kids to to work doing dirty labor yes. too 100
0: so, you know, because what's going to happen is most of these countries when the dollars when the dollar collapses okay which, which which uh you know we have a date with destiny i've said it many times we're on a trajectory that we cannot escape from and when the dollar collapses the machine that is needed in order for the West to move and to exploit, the exploitation machine falls apart. So this is the reason why the Western rulers are trying to control food supplies here in the West. They're trying to set up a control grid here in the West. They're trying to dumb down the, uh, the children, the population here in the West, because they know when this thing goes belly up, there'll be nothing. The only influence they'll have will be in their own respective countries. So they're going yeah. to turn your children. Into sweatshop workers and miners, and, and it's gonna be your kids that are gonna be working
1: in the coal mines. That's what's gonna happen. It's like, it's like is your is your kid a miner? Yes, it's like mm-hmm. no, is your kid a miner like, Yeah. I I see all of this stuff was was planned out in a world that didn't involve the existence of the multipolar alliance of Russia, India, China, these other civilizational forces, it wasn't part of that calculus. So in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, like, how, how inflexible is the oligarchy? Because I would have thought, and to a certain degree, they've had to change a little bit of their, their battle plans in the last decade, especially since, you know, the, the, the Eurasian partnership, those countries have not continued to abide by the script that they'd all been expected to follow back in the early nineties. So now they're doing something else. They're going for survival. They're going for excellence. They're producing actual real wealth in the real world, pulling people out of poverty in the real way. And they're, they're solidifying the power of them as nation States with national banks, with a real proper regulation of their, their credit systems that allow for them to emit public uh, productive credit for the construction of the biggest, most beautiful, miraculous projects, mega projects that we've, we haven't seen before in human history. It's all being done as we speak. So with that level of excellence, I'm a little bit surprised that the the Western oligarchs are still doubling down as they are right now on their original battle plan. I thought that they would have a little bit more desire to self-preserve because how are you going to do battle? You need the United States. Uh, you need these countries to, in some way to be kind of viable if you're going to use them as um, military blocks to do battle in some way with the Eurasian partnership. So if you're going to do induce these things to self-implode at this stage it strikes me that you're basically asking to get your ass kicked and replaced by the the Eurasian partnership once again as the system continues to economically blow out and as people are going to be searching very hard for something which is viable which the only thing in town is the multipolar alliance there's no other alternative to the collapsing titanic so well when you when you think about it this way right you look at the fact yeah. that
0: over the last several years the Many countries in the multipolar world, not only you know, debanked from the United States, but they've also de-deconnected or they decoupled their internets mm. from the West. Right now, it's like it, it, it's we're living in a world that's that's very similar to what Orwell talked about in 1984. Oceania yeah. is always at war with 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 Eurasia, right? And 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 even though nobody in your in in uh, Oceania had any idea the news of the information that was really happening in Eurasia or the very nature of the war itself, it's the same thing that's happening today in the Western population. The Western population lives in or they already live in a fantasy world. And this is what I said earlier this morning on this morning's rant, right? When I said, you know what, this whole weather balloon stuff, that's not for the rest of the world, folks. That's for you in the West. It's to keep the grift going. It's to keep you glamored, to keep you uh, closed-minded so you believe the narrative. The narrative is for the West. Because when this thing collapses, they, they realize the Western oligarchs realize they've overplayed their hand. They don't have the industrial capacity. They cannot even build industrial capacity because the very country that the very countries that can assist the West in building a real industrial capacity, the rulers of the West have made these countries enemies. That is Russia. That is China. That is yeah. and right now fast becoming India as well and Turkey as well. Right. They've made these nations enemies of the West. Right. Yeah. And then uh, number two, they have a dumbed down population. The damage that has been done by Western education in the last thirty years cannot be undone. The, the kids these days are dumber than they've ever been. They are literally on the bottom of the barrel when it comes to scholastic scores and aptitude tests. They are at the bottom of the barrel. Okay, you. So the only thing this population realizing that the, that they've gutted, they hollowed out their manufacturing, they've gutted the talent from their from you know from within themselves, right? that the only thing that this population is good for is for sweatshop work. And that's where we're headed because there's no other way. So they have capitulated. They understand, look, we cannot compete against the Eurasian economic zone. We cannot compete against China. We cannot compete against the BRI. We don't have an alternative. And they've tried by force because they never have the industrial capacity their whole thing is, okay, we're going to force these guys. We're going to force them through narrative, through military power, that we are the strongest, the best in the world, that you need to be on on board with our business plans and our designs. And now the world's woken up. And yeah, now exactly. the Western world has realized, okay, we're screwed. Yeah, We might as well exploit our own population. And that's yeah. why billions of dollars and in new institutions
1: have all been brought in here. That's why all the woke programming is going on here. It's for us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, and part of the 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 thing too is that in Orwell's world, in his in his nineteen eighty four, when you had these different Oceania, East Asia, uh, Eurasia, all sort of in a balance of power, constant war, constant fight, there was uh, the assumption of some relative parity, some relative symmetry of power capability on all sides, and maybe for a, a big chunk of the Cold War, it sort of took on a bit of that form. But the dif- the difference now is that Today, unlike in the Cold War, unlike in Orwell's uh, Fantasyland, we don't see any similar parody on any level, physical, economic, or psycho-spiritual, cultural, cognitive, or anything of the sort. The level of mediocrity is so out of control at this point, the inability to differentiate reality from fiction from the standpoint of your average, not only your average so-called plebe uh, normie in the West, but also even amongst the technocratic elite, those who are uh, in a position where they're expected to be responsible for for the policies that are going to shape the actual, you know, uh, structures themselves. It's so out of whack, disjointed and incompetent. Look at Germany, right? Olaf Schultz, my, my wife, again, we were chatting this morning and she was, uh, we were reading some of uh, the news blips. Schultz is now in a situation where just like Justin Trudeau, he's committed to having a full parity equilibrium male woman, uh, executive branch of the, the German government. Yeah. Now, they need a German, according to whatever formula they're using. The minister of defense has to be a uh, a woman, and despite the fact that the uh, they they have no competent options of anybody with any battle experience um, that is qualified to do the job at a moment when Germany is being expected to become the third biggest military force in the world. You know they're adding a hundred billion euros to upgrading their their military systems, on top of <laughs> getting in mesh providing tanks and other crap to Ukraine, while at the same time being set up to really go to war with Russia, as Baerbock even said, despite all of that, they're stressing about what woman they can get to, like to fil- fulfill their quota of uh, or balance of gender equality. That's their priority. Now, even if they actually were like Nazi psychopaths of the 1930s bent, if they really were that, they would still go for competence first and foremost. Now, Correct. none of that. No. So you're, you're going to carry out a fight with Russia and China, it looks like, at the same time, on behalf of your the the handlers. You know, it's still an occupied state, Germany, right? Um, yeah. And they're, they're worrying about, like, transgender equality in the military. Same thing for the United States. Same thing for Canada. And you're actually going to – that's not Oceania, o- Oceania or Urate or no. – uh, Like, there's no no – No, no. there's no comparable way. No, there's no
0: comparable no. way. The only thing, the only thing comparable in the Nor- in the Orwell thing is the surveillance aspect of it, and the fact that the Western world is completely decoupled from what's happening in terms of real news and information across the world. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Uh, uh, the American is doomed, man. That's why
1: it's like I, I look you at it, it. I'm an optimist. Hmm? I'm a. We I am can not I, used to, like I used to be like you. We live in here in America, North America. We, what are we gonna do? <sighs>
0: I'm gonna leave. <laughs> I'm I'm going to leave. <laughs> I will not be here. I, I did not sign up for this.
1: It's not part of my contract.
0: This is not part of my contract.
1: Uh, uh, no, I mean not... I, I, I do see that there's something viable. It's weak. It's 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 a faint light it's still there, but it's faint um it's got to be organized though. i mean th- there's there's uh i think I, I think
0: a chance for that light to be organized is is probably on the other side of this collapse this collapse is inevitable it's going to happen I think you're
1: but... right. no i i i think you're right i think that the <laughs> the financial collapse the pain of the collapse is in a certain sense unavoidable that's the consequence of our folly we did it to ourselves that being said right. um i do i do hope and i i i think it's on reasonable grounds of faith that we have the ability to take that spanking of reality and be shook back into into, uh, reality the way that the people who are in great depression that recognized after four years of pain, unfortunately, I hope it's not going to be that again, but it was, it was, it was bad, but it was, but it was needed in order to get people to recognize that they had that what Roosevelt was proposing was the only game in town that was going to basically help you survive and help the nation survive. They couldn't have done that when they were in a decadent state of, you know, roaring twenties, easy money, stupidity that couldn't have happened it right. had to happen after the the storm so
0: Where, where's uh where's our
1: roosevelt that's where's question, our, right so where's this, our Petora? Where's our henry wallace that's huh? the thing that's what's i mean i see it's terrifying, Biden, man. some elements of the of the the magan network but yeah. i mean not much it's very weak. not much um yeah people have because to really right the,
0: now. The, the the system has done a wonderful job not only has it dumbed down and and, and severed any of the informational ties that, that the average American could have to the outside world. Mm-hmm. But what has also occurred is that the system has brainwashed the American population, where those on the right hate China.
1: Those on the left hate Russia. And this yeah, is and, the problem. And increasingly, even on the left, they're starting to learn how to hate hate China too. Exactly. Um So no, I know it's, it's a huge, huge problem. We all have a, we carry a weight of responsibility in that sense. And I mean, you're doing a good, you're doing God's work right now by just having this platform, by being a beacon of reason, which, you know, definitely we need to make these sorts of things amplify and resonate. Um, you know, that's all we can really do is be, be beholden to our own conscience, do good works as much as we can, get better at it as much as we can, be better instruments of communication as best as we can, and try to capacity build and not be consumers of information or consumers in general, right? And and be more active in how we think about our own identity, changing with new knowledge that we accrue, that then puts us into situations where should opportunities arise for us to take action in any way that, you know, can make a change on any degree of amplitude, we're prepared for it. Because a lot of people, they waste their time, opportunities arise. But because they waste their time, they can't actually take those, they can't rise to the occasions. So, you know, we can't waste time. That's all I know. Uh, Beyond that, uh, there's a lot out of my control. I have, again, a lot of faith in the leadership currently of Russia, China, the broader, increasingly India, increasingly most of Southwest Asia, most of Africa. And and that's exactly
0: what my point is. If it were not for the
1: multipolar world, I would have lost the hope in humanity. Me too. No, I mean, I'd probably be – no, we'd probably be dead, actually. We wouldn't have have the luxury of losing our faith in humanity because we wouldn't be alive at this point. Were it not for the multipolar alliance doing what they did. So exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Very okay. well said, Matt. Matthew Errett, the man, the myth, the brain trust himself. Folks, you can find him again over at the Canadian Patriot.org. Canadianpatriot.org, risingtidefoundation.net, the rising foundation.net Subscribe to his substack, substack.com forward slash Matthew Earrett, and get his books. Super. Super important. The Symphony of Two Americas. Matt spells it out for you. And also Cynthia's awesome book. The the Black Sun on Which the Empire Never Set. No, no, the, which one is it? Yeah, the, the, yeah. the
1: Empire in Which the Black Sun Never Set. We just got a new box of these things. I love um, it, man. And, 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 I got to order that and, from Matt. Hey,
0: hey, hey, hey let's, not, let's not forget here, Matt. I, I, I have
1: something here. You know what? I, I just, just found, found out. To, we can't get this thing in Europe. Actually, nobody can get this in Europe because it has got a picture of uh, the black sun and the swastika on it, and it's Ooh. apparently illegal no to sell anything that features mem- uh, imagery that the Nazis used. So even if you're warning
0: that Dang. the Nazis
1: were bad and the same people who funded them are still controlling things today and are bringing back Nazis, um, or you know, in, unless you're, you can't you can't actually talk about the Nazis. Um, so yeah, you right. can't get this book in Europe unless you want to get a, a digital version up right
0: it's screwed up man this is, this is what it is you know yeah. it,
1: it, it's that whole informational blockout, you know and while you have nato supporting openly swastika wearing like wolf's angle wearing nazis putting that stuff on their social media pages that's okay if you're that's in okay. Brussels and you want to promote that that's okay but if you want to sell a book warning about stopping well, nazis again nah i'm sorry
0: look no, at I mean, look at the tanks that germany was propositioning to give to ukraine 14 Leopard A two sixes and eighty eight, um, uh, Leopard ones, right? Mm. So that's fourteen eighty eight, which is a, a a a. There's a Nazi connection to that number. That's not lost on the Russians, right? Let me what see is the Nazi
1: connection f- to that number. I don't know this. Uh, let me. I'll show you. Let me see
0: here. Yeah. Fourteen eighty eight German tanks. Let me see here. Uh, Okay, here we go. It says, all right. um, Here we go. And this is just ridiculous. Just watch. There it is. A 1488 is a combination of two popular white supremacist numeric symbols. The first symbol is 14, which is shorthand for 14 word slogan. We must secure existence of our people and our future for our white children. The second is 88, which stands for Heil Hitler, H being the eighth letter of the alphabet. Together, the numbers form a general endorsement of white supremacy and its beliefs. As such, they are ubiquitous with the white supremacists as a movement, as graffiti and graphics and tattoos, even in screen names with email addresses such as aryanprincess Princess 1488 at hate dot net. 1480, or, you know, they have they sell compact discs at fourteen dollars and eighty eight cents. This is, a, this, this is from the ADL, right? So 1488 is a known Nazi terminology. So the Germans are, are, are sending them uh, 14 leopards, okay? Uh, f- uh, 14 leopard twos and 88 leopard ones to Ukraine to fight the Russians. 1488. This is not lost on the Russians, but God forbid, Matt, that you sell, that you and Cynthia should sell a book that has a swastika in the background. God forbid
1: Wow, D- dude! Uh-huh. You, I yeah, that's sh- I, it's weird to say that's shocking these days, but I'll say it. That's actually shocking. I uh, huh, so blatant, so blatant. That's disgusting. Big, and yeah, they just came big, out yeah. making an excuse why they now support uh, the Azov Battalion anyway, right? So, eh, it's the truth has become so fluid that anything goes. But that message that the Russians are are receiving from Germany is just wild. That's uh, huh. yeah. yep. That's blatant. And,
0: and and meanwhile, in the West, you know, on whom, you know, is, 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 the, is the beacon to the world. Look at this beacon going up in flames.
1: Yeah. Look at that. The immortal torch. The immortal flame.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: There you go. Yeah. Word okay, on the line. Man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, though the water's safe to drink, even though everything in the water is dead. The air yeah. is safe to breathe, even though all the animals surrounding the area is dead. And all, all the animals oh, that are in the air are dead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early chemical burn? Was so proudly we inhaled the hydrochloric chloride. Our water tables and wildlife are dead in the sack. And our country is ruined because the trains are off whack 'cause Because the environmental Nazis have once again struck all the trees.
1: And this is where we are, man. Next Wonderful. week, I think we're going to do something on uh, how green were the Nazis, and we're actually going to do, do some, we're going to take a, we're going to revisit some history about the origins of the, the Nazis as proto-hippies of the uh, pre-World War One period,
0: of I'd the
1: Vogels, and we're going to look at Göring, the conservationist, and uh, head of Ministry of Conservation, um, and just get a little sense of just what this is. I think we'll do that next week. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. That's a brilliant idea. We should we should delve into the into the origins of that without a doubt. Yeah, yeah folks, yeah. he is Matthew. Go check him out. He is the brain trust himself. With that being said, we're over and out. Take it away, not here, CJ. <laughs> All right, see you.